coming up on this week's episode of RSVP. You know Wallace and Gromit when they eat cheese on the moon? That's how I picture the experience to be. It was like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant <laughs> and you coming with this giant pelt on your back. <laughs> like you've just battled a bear. I also wonder what the rash looked like. It's time for a little RSVP, the show full of rants and stories, visions and pains and so much more with special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Hello and welcome to another episode of RSVP. I'm Callum Zlietto and this is the podcast for events and travel professionals looking for some inspiration and a whole heap of fun. Talking of fun, I actually got to experience some Christmas festivities. Now, I thought that wouldn't be possible. I thought Christmas had been cancelled this year. But actually, Silverson are running this experience called Lapland. See what they did there? Clever. Laps? Laps around a track? Lapland? Genius. And it was an experience that was immersive, despite the fact that you're in your car. And I just love that creativity. I love the thought of being able to still immerse your attendees, even though they're trapped inside their little steel bubble. And I just think for any other kind of events, this is something that could really create some inspiration so I had to celebrate the fact that they'd thought so far outside of the box. They created these laser shows. They created these like fireball things. Uh, Santa. It was it was very, very good. And yet it adhered by all of the COVID restrictions, even in tier three. To find out more about the experience and to gain some inspiration from the entire event, watch this space because very soon we will be publishing an interview where we really deep dive into how it was done and what lessons can be learned for other people looking to do similar things and get live immersive experiences back. One person I know who will be very keen for experiences to come back is Holly Mills, the former head of incentives at Penguins, who is just a delight and her joy is infectious. So sit back, relax and enjoy another episode of RSVP. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of RSVP. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Callum. Thanks for having me. So we've had probably the most luxurious shared experience so far of any podcast guest because we spent, what, nearly a week in Hawaii together? We did. You lucky thing. I know. I know. (laughs) It was. It was incredible. But sadly, the thing I think you remember me the most for is spinning around like a crab <laughs> as we made our way down um, canals and rivers on inflatable donuts. Smooth. It was just smooth. What can I say? I don't understand how you did it so well, though. <laughs> I just managed to stay in a straight line. You just tubed your way through Hawaii <laughs> perfectly, and I was left in a human washing machine formation just going round and round and round and round for ages and was dizzy by the end of it. But you did it in style, so it doesn't matter. Style. <laughs> your own way, Callum. We all know it's your own way. 
So the first part of RSVP is the R, and that is an opportunity for you to rant. What is your rant? So this is difficult because uh, I don't like to start on a negative, but I have got a rant. I've got, I've got a specific rant, and it's when suppliers tell us that they will be totally flexible and will do whatever we want us to do, or we would like to do. And then when it comes to it on an actual event, you get a little bit of computer says no. And that's the worst. So whether it's a setup in a restaurant or a special check-in place for a group arrival, the computer says no comes out and uh, we get a little bit of friction there. And by that point, I guess it's too late. You've, you've already, you know, you've signed the dotted line, you're stuck with them and they're just not being flexible not at all. Yeah, not budging. So I don't know, it might be, we've got 120 people coming to Mexico. We just don't want to use that check-in desk. That's not fun. That's not interesting or different for anyone. So... We want to use the pool area or somewhere just a little bit more interesting and um, we get hit with, no, that's not how we do it. We're not able to accommodate that. So there's a little bit of pushing from our side, I suppose, and a little bit of creativity. And usually we manage to get our own way. (laughs) Yeah, I hate when they're not flexible, but I get my own way. We've got 120 people, you know, it's, it's got to be done. And our client expects us to you know, make it a really special occasion for them. So it's, it's important, I feel. That's my rant. No, I think that's a good rant. And I think like the norm, you know, how they might treat leisure guests that are like two people, it should be slightly different to how they would treat groups. Like you said, if you've got 120 people that are bringing a lot of business, you know, there is a, there is an element of VIP treatment. A little bit, but we are that annoying group, aren't we? Don't put me in this bracket. <laughs> you are. You are one of those annoying people. Very high expectations. Just high maintenance. High maintenance. Demanding. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. So the next part of RSVP is an opportunity for you to tell us some stories um, of your most memorable experiences. Firstly, I'd like to hear about your most memorable destination. That's a really tricky one though, isn't it? Because there's so many. But I think my favourite destination, particularly for working in for groups, has got to be Banff in Canada. I think it's just... It's one of those places that's got everything. So it's perfect for a short incentive, but whether it's sort of helicopters over Lake Louise, the little town of Banff that's got really cool little bowling alleys and nice little hotels. And it's just really special, I think, for small incentives. And, and then you're really near Calgary as well, and that's got some interesting stuff too. So I think it's just got lots to offer for an incentive. Yeah, I luckily... It's the only trip that I've been on in 2020 was to Banff, Lake Louise, Calgary uh, in January, back before all of the lockdowns and quarantines. And what a trip to end my travelling on for the year. Like it was it was incredible. Incredible. It's amazing. And Lake Louise really is special. It's once in a lifetime opportunity, I think. And especially if you get to stay in the hotel and you get to wake up to that view. It's incredible. And I think it's also, it's like you've got the summer version of that area and then you've got the winter version and both are just as magical and just as incredible. Definitely. I mean, we took a group over there as a small group of guys and did a full kind of cowboy themed event over the summer and it was perfect. They did sort of cowboy cookout, horse riding. Yeah, all kinds of like summer activities um, on the lake and it was and bear hunting, but not actually hunting, just you know, just searching looking, for searching, but it's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was amazing. It was just a real like cowboy experience, I think. And using Calgary Winter Olympic Park as well, there's some really special opportunities there too. 
When you said bear hunting, all I could think of was like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant <laughs> and you coming with this giant pelt on your back. <laughs> like you've just battled a bear. Yeah, we definitely didn't take a group over for bear hunting. I think we're going to get shut down if, uh, yeah. <laughs> if that comes out. That would be an absolutely <laughs> terrible incentive. <laughs> Um, so the next story I'd like to hear is your most memorable experience of a hotel. And this can be either five-star luxury or it can be a little pokey hole in the wall somewhere. What is yours? I don't do pokey holes in the wall. <laughs> You're too bougie for that. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have to say my favourite hotel is it's actually one that I visited recently, just before lockdown as well. I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to go out to Guatemala and stayed in a hotel called The Good Hotel. And it's coupled up with a hotel in London, actually, down at Docklands. But it's a kind of CSR charity connected project. But all of the proceeds go to the local area of Antigua de Guatemala. And it's a really cool hotel. It's kind of a bit Soho House style, quite small and a little boutique. But the fact that it's connected to a good cause just makes it even more of a good option to include it for groups. And it was just really special, really nice place. Yeah, I think so many hotels are trying to give back in some way or another, but the good hotel, especially the one in London, I don't know the Guatemala one, but they've taken that to a whole new level. Definitely. And I think they, they're really clever at equating what you're spending to actually where that money's going. So I think we'd stayed for a couple of nights, but that was the equivalent of a child's week at school. So it was, it's, it's, I think it's that added touch that you can provide to the clients as well of, of where their money's going, gives them more of a reason and a purpose to running the trips, which I think is you know, something that I talk about a lot and something that's really, really important to me and, and a lot of my clients. So it's a win-win all round. I love that. Look at that. From bear hunting to giving back <laughs> to the I community. It back? You have pulled it back. You've really shown that you're actually a nice person. <laughs> Final experience that I would like to hear from you is a memorable food experience. Oh, memorable food. That's a good one too. Um, I think, again, we've been lucky enough to travel the world in style and, and eat in some incredible restaurants, but I think Iceland has got to top the kind of weirdest food experience that I've ever had. The supermarket? Yeah, Iceland supermarket. Um, <laughs> no, actually, the destination of Iceland. I think a couple of trips that we've we've run over there, we've, we've ended up eating some pretty random stuff. So I wouldn't say it's my most um, tasty meal, but uh, definitely... Being able to sample fermented shark, that's an experience. Delicacy over there. Mm. Carpaccio reindeer, which again, that was actually quite nice. That was better than the uh, fermented shark. And um, yeah, puffin, puffin as well, <gasps> which, you know, everybody does that face because everyone thinks they're extinct, but they're not. They're, a, they're, a, they're not. I, it's not that I think they're extinct. I just think puffins are too cute. Yeah, but do you eat lamb? No. Oh, no, you're vegetarian? <laughs> Damn, that's my argument out. I mean, to be fair, I should have done the same face for the sharks and the reindeer, especially the reindeers. I mean, poor yeah. Rudolph, but but I don't know. There's something about the puffin. It just it caught me by surprise. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, it's very tasty. So if you do decide to stop being a vegetarian anytime soon, I can recommend puffin. Thank you. I will, Back to uh, bear hunting. <laughs> you have really peaked and troughed when it comes to the perception of whether or not you're a nice person. <laughs> um, okay, fermented shark. Reindeer, Carpaccio and Puffin. Yep. Was not it? not all in the same night. 
Okay, no, that would be a, a three-course meal that is yeah. too much. No, but the the fermented shark, it's become a tradition now within all of our programmes to um, include the fermented shark because it's such a delicacy. Uh, but it has to be shot with a shot of Black Death. So there's even a shark shuffle dance that goes with this little occasion. A shark shuffle dance. Yeah. I wish this was a video podcast <laughs> because I am desperate to know what a shark shuffle dance. One day we might be sat in a bar in Iceland and we will experience the shark shuffle together. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I am going to make sure that I get to see this shark shuffle dance before I die. <laughs> so the next section is an opportunity for you to paint a picture of your dream event. Like, there are no limitations. It doesn't matter about budget. It doesn't matter about reality. Like, you can let your imagination run wild. What would your dream event be? Well, that's fairly obvious. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> An incentive to the moon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you said to go big. No, I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. You've gone out of out of space. Well, I, I thought we'd take the fact that it's difficult to travel right now and just, you know, make it even more extreme and take it to the moon. Um, I think that would just be a really special, unique experience. And uh, no one's done it before, so... It's true. It would be an out-of-this-world experience, Ugh. which is that... that... <laughs> cheesy line that people always say when they ask for an incentive once in a lifetime once in a lifetime yeah it could be a bit of a dry program yeah i mean the, the amount of training that gets involved the and qualification stuff. period would be intense but we're talking about an imaginary scenario where you could just pop on a suit and and, and you know yeah bowl over to the moon exactly it's the creativity every time but what would you do whilst you're on the moon float <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, obviously. Why didn't I know? Float. Imagine the spa treatments that you could have. You know, it'd be incredible. Gravity-free spa treatment. I don't know how that would work, but, you know, maybe... Stargazing. I don't know. I don't have to... Have do have some to stargazing. Have yeah. I see it a little bit like, you know, Wallace and Gromit when they eat cheese on the moon. That's how I picture the experience to be. Okay, so a cheese board. Cheese board. Um, then some sort of anti-grav spa treatment. Yep. Um, maybe a bit of stargazing. Definitely some stargazing, yeah. Yeah, maybe pop over to some other planets while we're up there. You know, we're going all out here. (laughs) We could make it a twin (laughs) centre. It's out there. Now you're really pushing the limits. You're like, yeah, anyway, we can go anywhere. Let's just go to Mars. Fine, let's just go to another universe. Can you imagine, though? It'd be like if Dubai were involved, it would be like an eight-star hotel on the moon. Um, Probably all-inclusive, I would imagine. Yeah, it would be pretty difficult to just <laughs> pop out of the hotel and go to a local restaurant, you know? I was like, oh, what's the local cuisine like? It's it's moon dust. Moon dust, mm. but which is, as we all know from Wallace and Gromit, cheese. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so don't bring any lactose intolerant or vegans on your moon incentive. No, they're not allowed because they can't get past the um, qualification process. So there we have it. Your dream event would be to the moon to eat some cheese and maybe pop over to Mars if they're lucky. For a day trip. Yeah, maybe yeah. The, the VIPs, the, the, the high roller incentives, yeah. they, they go over to Mars to extend. Exactly. Have you seen my proposal? <laughs> so the final part of this podcast, I, I almost didn't want to use this confession for this podcast. Like it's the worst confession I've ever come across but I couldn't not share it. And I feel like I have to put this caveat in at the beginning because I don't want people to think that I've just casually thrown this out there. However, I applaud the person that sent this in slash 
I'm kind of worried. Are you ready? I'm not sure if I am, but hit me. Okay. Dear Callum, a friend of mine was attending an event as part of the Calgary Stampede in Canada. Whilst there, she made a connection with a guy and soon enough started to hook up with him. Interesting that it's Calgary, considering we mentioned that earlier on in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. They spent the rest of the event together, kissing regularly and just generally enjoying each other's company. Nevertheless, at the end of the night, when he asked her to come back to his, she said no and made her own way home. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a reasonable, um, that makes sense. Yeah. No consequences after that, right? You would think. Yeah. Yeah. However, the next day, she woke up with a rash all around her mouth. A rash so bad that she had to go to hospital to be treated. Is this a personal story, Callum? No, this is not a personal story. (laughs) My friend. Yeah, my friend. Once she had been to see the doctor, he came over to her and told her that she would need to be spoken to in private, but not with him, with the police. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it turned out that the rash that she had could only be contracted from dead bodies. <gasps> Stop it. That's horrendous. This is why I was unsure about this confession. I mean... <gasps> Without going into too much detail, the man she had been kissing was arrested after they searched his home. My friend made a full recovery, but was incredibly thankful that she hadn't gone home with him that night. (gasps) I'm actually speechless, which for everybody who knows me is quite something. When I was reading this confession, I was exactly the same, speechless. It's horrifying. 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 Like, this is like a horror film. Mm. That's Ozark-esque. Ozark, imagine, imagine. Terrifying. The worst thing was, as soon as I read with the police, I instantly knew what had happened. And I don't know if this is because I've watched too many messed up TV shows, but I straight away was like, oh my God, dead bodies. I didn't think you were going there. I really didn't. I, I, you had me. That was... Pretty shocking. I don't know if I should have said this confession, to be honest. <laughs> I'm still kind of thinking I like, mean, it's quite a conversation stopper. It, it, <laughs> that's the darkest, freakiest, weirdest confession we've ever had. Then maybe... Did he have a cowboy hat on? What? <laughs> Why is that relevant? I don't know. I just feel like I need the context behind... You need more description yeah, of I do. the man. You know what he should be doing? He should be out bear hunting. <laughs> it, I think that's his much problem. safer... Uh, activity. That is a very sinister confession to end on. I I apologise. I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry to the listeners. <laughs> but I also had to share it. It was it was one of those stories. I was like, I can't keep this to myself. I also wonder what the rash looked like. Was there any photographic evidence? No. Um. But I'm picturing zombie esque. Yeah. You know. I mean, imagine being the doctor. Realising what this was and thinking, that sweet, innocent girl in there. You'd have to be pretty sure as well, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to, like, get that wrong. Imagine going to the hospital just to get a rash treated and then the police interrogating you because it turns out... That's a a regular occurrence for you, isn't it? Popping to the hospital to get a rash checked. (laughs) No comment. Callum's diary confessions. (laughs) The time it went wrong. On that note, thank you so much for coming to our SVP and talking with us. Thanks for it's having It's been me. an absolute pleasure to have you insult me on the podcast. <laughs> anytime, Callum, anytime. 
a massive thank you to Holly Mills there for joining us on this episode of RSVP. And again, I apologise for such a dark and sinister confession, but I hope you'll understand that was the kind of story that I just needed to share. I needed to get it off my chest. If you have a confession that you want to share anonymously, all you have to do is email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. That's cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. And it doesn't have to be anywhere near as sinister. It could be just a little bit of light-hearted fun that you or someone you know has experienced whilst travelling or at an event. I really can't wait to read more of them. But don't go anywhere just yet, because Sam McNeil, the UK General Manager of Song Division, is going to gift us with one of his fantastic wrap-up songs. But before he does, I urge you, I urge you, as a Christmas present to me, like, rate, subscribe, and review this wonderful podcast, if you have enjoyed it. That's all the pleading I will do, though. And until next week, play it, Sam. The lady, the legend, it's Holly Mills. Ask her to chew down a river and you know she will. Just don't promise her things you can't provide, like a check-in desk by the pool outside. Bathing cat and a horror-scented dream Grab a chopper ride right over Lake Louise It's just down the road from Calgary But stay away from that damn stampede And definitely don't give your guide a pass You might wake up with a nasty rash The police turn up and they just want to know Why you've been hanging with a dead it's time to go You better head to Guatemala Yeah, the good hotel for that CSR love Or Iceland where the food's bizarre I'm talking about that fermented shark Capacho reindeer puffing them all Don't worry, Holly's a good person I'm sure she wants to take all to the moon for an out of this world trip but there's only room for cheese lovers and gazing at the stars and of course an anti-gravity spot so stick with Holly and you'll go far